Hello, everyone, and welcome to Parenting in Real Life. Screen time in real life. Screen time in real life. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, figuring out screen time for your family when they're home for the summer and also when to get work done. So how to do a work-life balance in the summer because it can get a bit tricky. And those are related because the reality is the best time to do work is when you're giving them the best babysitter in the world, which is a screen. <laughs> Who was it that used to say, it's okay to give your kids screens or to use your screen as a babysitter? Who taught us that? I have heard that more lately because it used to be like, don't use screen time as a babysitter. But I feel like we've kind of moved away from that. It's okay to let screens be a babysitter. Yeah. Somebody told us that ages ago when we were living in Wisconsin. Hmm. And they're like, just know that your kids are going to be wild on the other end of it. But And we're going to talk about that a little bit more. So that's what we're going to talk about. Hi, I'm Alan. And I'm Alexis. We had five kids in seven years. People think we're crazy, and sometimes we think they might be right. But most of the time, we love it. We hope this is a place where you can learn to be a better parent, but without taking yourself too seriously. Whether you're a new parent or have a few years under your belt, we hope you can find something new to think about. Or laugh about. After all, this is Parenting in Real Life. So for our Parenting in Real Life moment today, we're back to Alan. Yep. So our older girls are always up on what the kids are saying these days. (laughs) So I learned most of my new vocabulary and Lucy's our youngest, a little behind the times, but Lucy lately has started calling me bruh, like a lot. (laughs) It's usually when I'm like teasing her, which I do a lot. But when I'm like, Lucy, can I go to preschool for you? She's like, bruh. And so, yep, that (laughs) happened. And it reminded me of a shirt I made for Alexis that said, Mama, Mommy, Mom, Bruh. Because mm-hmm. that's the evolution of what people call their <laughs> moms. Parents, <these> <laughs> their moms. But if you'd like one, let us know. We can get you one. Yep. It was pretty awesome. I always get comments on that one. <laughs> that's pretty great. In fact, one time I was at the dentist and there was a mom. She's a young mom. She had like a toddler. And she goes, is that really what's going to happen? <laughs> Yeah. I was like, yeah, pretty much. And she's like, they're not going to call me mama anymore. I'm like, probably not. (laughs) She was so sad. I was like, I know it's hard when they lose those like cute terms that they call you or the cute words that they say, and then they don't happen anymore. But sadly it does kind of evolve into mom or bruh. (laughs) Yep. All right. So summer's coming up. Screen time can just be like a thing that we fall into because we don't know what to do with these kids all day. That can be okay, but we just are advocates for being intentional about it. So we got some tips from Better Screen Time, which is so great to follow. So if you want someone to help you with some tips on better on how to do screen time for your family, definitely check out Better Screen Time on Instagram. On Instagram. And actually, Alan's cousin... Alex has been talking a lot about screen time too, more for parents and how yeah. to do manage their own screen time. Because often we talk about managing our kids screen time, but it's also what we should do as parents too. So mm-hmm. hers is mindful with media. Put links in the show notes. Definitely check those out for more great tips, but we're just going to cover some basics as we do. So the first one is to make a family plan together. I think it's super important to talk to your kids about what your expectations are for 
screen time. We talked about this in a previous episode where sometimes we let the kids like keep adding more screen time. This has been happening a lot lately, especially with the Nintendo because we got a new Nintendo game, but the time goes up and then they say, can we have more screen time? Can we have more screen time? And I usually give them more, which is what you shouldn't do. <laughs> it, it is good that it makes them check in yeah. instead of just like, holy cow, it's been 12 hours and we haven't seen Nathan. So at least we hear from him every half an hour. <laughs> but for summer... We don't want to be doing that all summer. And honestly, like this is where my default would be to give them more time than maybe science or social pressures would say. Give them something that you think you can stick to. Mm-hmm. And it is summer, right? This isn't going to be the rest of their life. This is just summer. So I'm okay with time. But then once it's over, it's over. We also advocate for a board list. So a board list is a list of activities that the kid comes up with of things that they say they like to do. And the key is you have to have them create that list when they're not bored. Because when they're bored, nothing sounds fun except a screen. So create this list. It needs to be things that they can do by themselves without money and without help when they're bored. And that can be all sorts of things. Yeah, I think it's super important that the kids come up with this themselves because all the time the kids will come up to us and say, we're bored and I will give them ideas of things to do. And they hate every single idea that I come up with. (laughs) And so... Make sure that they write the list when they're in a good mood and things that they want to do. So you can just refer to the board and say, pick one of these items. Or... And the alternative is we will pick for you, but it's going to be like a chore. Yeah. Like you we're, can go clean a chore. We're not going to come solve your board problem. We think board is great. Board is great. And if they don't have something to do, though, usually board turns into fighting in our house or yeah. bugging or hurting somebody. And so... I usually have to make sure they choose an activity and start it rather than just saying, look at your list. I have to say, tell me what you're going to pick from your list. And then I have to watch them start it. Otherwise they'll just go crazy and start doing something. So you might need to be a little bit involved in this list, (laughs) making sure it happens. The next one is to create a regular summer routine. And we talked a lot about this in our last episode. So if you're looking for a routine, check that episode out because we have some ideas for you. But when you have a routine, it's easier to not slip into lots of screen time, right? When you have set things that you're going to be doing with your kids, whether there are things that they need to get done or if you have certain outings that you're going to do, but just having a routine for the day helps the screen time be more limited. Mm-hmm. She also recommends that you don't use screen time as a reward, which I'm sure we've done. We have probably done that. It's like, if you don't do your chores and you can't use screens or whatever. So now you're like, I don't know if that's a reward or punishment, but I think both probably are bad. I mean, we've heard that with like food, right? Mm -hmm. Like when you make desserts a reward, then you know that desserts are special. very special. I should crave these. (laughs) You want these all the time. And so that's kind of the same idea with screens, right? Like if, it, if you make it a reward, then it's something that to crave and to really yeah. want. And so try to just have like, these are our limits for today. Or you can do screen time after chores. Although we do turn off screen time and say, we just aren't doing screen time right now. Another thing you can do is have personal reading goals. Hopefully your kids are readers. And if they're not, you can encourage them to read throughout the summer. We definitely have kids who like to read more than others. But somebody I really like to follow is Everyday Reading. And Jansen does that. And she does a summer reading challenge every year. And she has a big, large printout so that the kids can fill that in. And so this is super motivating for some of our kids who are more goal-setting types less motivating for some of our other kids. But if you can have them try to read throughout the summer, I know a lot of the libraries have 
some reading challenges where they'll give you a prize at the end. Like if you turn in that you've been reading throughout the summer, our elementary school did that, that last year that anyone who read a certain amount of minutes got a free book from the principal. So there's lots of different types of challenges for your kids. You can see if any of those sound interesting to them, but encouraging reading can also help with less screen time. And now for a quick break. Summer fun isn't just for kids. Parents need time for hobbies and having fun too. That's where Annie's Kit Clubs comes in. Annie's Kit Clubs has a ton of different crafting boxes like crocheting, quilting, knitting, jewelry, and general crafts. You can even do the quilt box by doing one section every month. This sounds like the perfect craft box for the busy mom. I recently got the farmhouse general craft box and received these super cute summer themed magnets that match the style of my home. And while it's fun for our kids to have crafts to do, it's also fun for parents too. So visit annieskitclubs.com and use the promo code REALLIFE for a discount. Like Alexa said, we do dedicate a part of the morning to no screens. So need to have a time when it's not screens. In our interview next week, we talked with Joe and he said that they do Thursdays or no screen days. Um, and that's kind of nice because when it's like morning versus night, like, so they just say no on Thursdays, it's no, we want you to have a day where you are bored and have to find something else. So that was a creative idea yeah. that you'll hear more about next week. And then the last suggestion that we found is that when you are allowing them to do screen time, when screen time is up, make sure to give them your time because they're going to have a hard time transitioning out of the screen time into something more productive or playing or whatever else. So just make sure you give them some of your time just to help that transition be a little bit more smooth. Ideally, if you can play with your kids all day and you have the mental and logistical ability to do that, more power to you. But in the event you can't, just be realistic with your expectations that they're going to need some help. That doesn't mean that you have to be the answer to their boredom. I think you shouldn't be the answer to their boredom, but um, you may need to coach. Yep. And so for the next half of this episode, we just want to talk about how to get work done in the summer, your parent work, <laughs> mm-hmm. or that's your job, or if it's hobbies or just things that you would like to get done around the house, kind of how to schedule that in when your kids are home all day long. Yep. So ooh, the first one was Alan's idea. That was my idea. <laughs> so we have a reservoir close to our house, but it's basically just like a park with a large pond, but you can swim in the pond. And it was beautiful this morning. It wasn't hot. It was like just glassy, calm, and not a lot of people there. People start showing up at about 10 and it gets really busy from 10 to like five. But I was like, oh, what if Alexis brought the kids here in the morning and let them just run around on the beach or at the playground and there's covered t- tables all over the place so she could work and be in a place that she can still get stuff done, see all the kids, and they could, you know, most of them like that and, and would enjoy that versus just being at home in the morning. And so I think that is a good idea. We can take them somewhere where you can have some work time so that they're pl- actively playing and you can just be the parent there. So. Yeah. Like we have that reservoir or parks and splash pads. A lot of places will have covered pavilions where you can sit and connect to Wi-Fi or whatever if you need that. Libraries, like if they have a library time or just other free places like that. I've even worked while my kids were swimming. Like we have an indoor swimming pool and I would sit on my computer and the kids would be swimming. So you can be creative with your work time if you need to. I also like to make sure I schedule in my work time. And usually for me, that means in the afternoon, because in the morning we have our routines and 
that is not the time for me to work because I need to make sure the kids are getting through their routines. And sometimes it involves me, whether that's I'm reading to them or we're working together outside in the garden. And so they need my attention during that time. And then in the afternoon, I'm like, okay, it's friend time or TV time or whatever, you know, and this is your free time. So that allows me to get my work done. Yeah. I think that was maybe of all these things, that was the like most life-changing from my perspective for you. Cause I remember in the summers you'd be like, ah, when am I supposed to get stuff done? Cause you're used to like getting your little half an hour here and half an hour there. And you're used to kind of getting your work done throughout the day. And in the summer, it's easier to not do that, mm-hmm. to dedicate some focused kid time and then to have some dedicated often screen time in the afternoon where you can get stuff done. Yeah. Alan and I both work from home. I always do, but he goes into office sometimes. For me, I just kind of expect to work less in the summer. Actually, with my job, my boss is lowering my hours for a little bit. She's like, is this okay? Or do you need hours elsewhere? And I was like, you know what? That's fine because the summer is kind of hard anyway. (laughs) Finding the same time that I usually get while the kids are in school. And so I'm just planning on working a little bit less. And I have the where I can do that. And I know that's not the case for everybody where you need to get those work hours in. And so we do have some other things that we would suggest for that. But if you are flexible, just maybe expect to work a little bit less. Yep. But for Alan, who works full time. I just go in the office. (laughs) It depends on the year. I think it was getting better last year. Like the kids are a little bit less crazy and I have a more dedicated space. So I'm able to stay home, but I do have that option. If things are too crazy and I need to get stuff done, I can always go in the office. And so sometimes I do, even on days when I don't quote unquote have to. And so if you are looking for, like, if you still need those work hours, some of the things that you can do are schedule play dates with other moms and swap like play dates. So they, you can have a few hours to work and then the other mom can have a few hours to work. And so if you can't afford like a sitter or something like that, then you can do time swaps with other moms. The other thing that made me think of is this coddling of America book that we talked about a few weeks ago talks about just like letting your kids run amok. We need to normalize letting your kids run amok. And of course you need to know your area and if that's like actually safe, but the odds are most places in America, it is super safe to have your kids just run around. And luckily we have amazing neighbors and our kids do that. Most of the time when they have free time, they would rather be out running amok than doing screens. And that's also another one that's good to get out of your hair for the most part. Something else that we like to do that we started more like last year, we do summer camps and yeah. And these are usually week long camps and it's just a couple hours a day. We have some, our rec center does like a week camp and you just take them for a few hours and bring them home. I've gotten emails from the dance place that we go to is doing that. The preschool that we go to is doing that. So you're usually everywhere because these businesses that are so busy during the school year, all of a sudden they have summer where they don't have kids, you know, doing these classes that they usually do. So, and they know that you are sitting at home with all these kids you don't know what to do with. Yeah. So it's like a win-win for everybody. Right. And so that is another thing that we've been doing. And sometimes I'll try to strategically do it where some of the kids are gone and other kids are not. So that way there's less fighting at home. <laughs> or you can send all your kids at once. If you're like, hey, this I'm getting this time to, to get things done. So you can, can do that how you like. But that's also a good one is look into local summer camps. And depending on where you are, those can be pretty affordable. In Wisconsin, mm-hmm. they were super, super cheap. Oh, so cheap is the best. And, and here we've been able to find some that work for us. Mm-hmm. But that kind of falls in the category of if you can afford it, that can break up the summer. We're not in every single week. 
yeah. kind of deal, but we do several weeks throughout the summer where we know we're going to be home for a stretch of time with no vacations and they're going to be going crazy. So that helps a ton. Yeah. Also in that category are nannies or mother's helpers, which sound a lot less expensive. And I think in general they are, right? Get a 12-year-old girl that wants to babysit and she's babysitting your kids while you're there. You're getting stuff done and they're just playing with your kids so that the kid is entertained. Yeah. I did that when we lived in Wisconsin and our kids were still younger and I hired some neighbor girls and I think once or twice a week, they would come over for a few hours, play with the kids. So that way the kids had something to do and then I could get some work done. So that was really nice and super cheap because they are just younger girls. And even you can even get girls who aren't quite old enough to like babysit on their own yet, but they're starting to learn till 10, 11, you know, cause you're going to be there anyway, just in case they need you. But that is a nice, cheaper way to do it. Yep. So we hope this helps. You manage your screen time and still get stuff done because it's summer and your life doesn't end. There's just us. So <laughs> good luck and enjoy your summer. Thanks everyone for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at parenting IRL podcast or find us on our website at parentinginreallife.com. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like what you're hearing, make sure to tell a friend. That's the best way for people to find out about our podcast. And if you haven't already, give us a rating. And a special thanks to our five kids for being kids.